0: Gabby Bodie and a new episode of The Gab. Today I have my very good friend and owner of the Gross Point Institute of Learning, Trisha Hexter. How are you, Trisha? I'm doing great. How are you? Very good. I'm so uh, happy to have you, and um, I'm so excited for you to tell us a little bit about you. Just a little bit, because there's so much to say about you. We would need hours and hours and hours. So just, well, just, just, just so of, much for just of the latest. <laughs> so run us through a regular day in your life.
1: Well, as probably most everyone else out there, our days have looked a little different than what we consider normal, but... And now- since I opened my new business this past week, my, my days have been waking up at about 6.15, letting my dog out, having some coffee, sitting down with my laptop and my pad and pen and listing out all the things I need to get done and who I need to contact that day. And then I go upstairs, get ready. And the shift is now I no longer am taking my kids where they need to go. That is my husband's job. And um, it's kind of an interesting change from what we've always done. So um, I head out the door and I come to my office and I get set up. Usually on Mondays and Fridays, I don't see kids in my office, but I meet with you set families up. and i mm-hmm. meet new students and get to know them a little bit before they sign up for a session
0: great and
1: on tuesdays wednesdays and thursdays i have groups of kids that come in and so i'm busy doing that i'm also teaching summer school and i'm doing an online reading program with a group of kids
0: so that's, that's all kind of <laughs>
1: pretty up for like a pretty full packed day oh yeah and I'm not even getting home in time for making dinner, so my my husband has kind of had a little bit of a, a wide eye. Awakening? <laughs> awakening, <laughs> like, wow, this is a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And
1: I, I do have to say I'm impressed by him because he has really stepped up his game and been doing the laundry and taking care of dinner and getting the kids where they
0: need to go. How did you, how did you, because I know you were, you're, you're you were a teacher and then did you see like the for rent spot and you thought, this is it. Like I can, I can, I can turn this into something people will use. And how did you decide that one child at a time was better than no kids at a time? You know,
1: about a year ago, well, last August, I saw this building and I just fell in love with it. My husband came and he was like, oh, I don't think so. And I just kept watching it. And every time I drove by it, I was like, I just love it. I just love it. And my vision for it has kind of evolved over time, obviously, because when I when I first saw it, it was pre-pandemic, right? So right. So my, my idea and my business plan looked a lot different than it currently does. But we made an offer on it. Uh, I want to say it was February. And wow. we weren't sure what was going on at that point because things here hadn't really hit. So we had an accepted offer. We kind of... Just jumped in and said, all right, we're going to do it. And worst case scenario is we could always rent it out. Right. And so then they accepted our offer, and then everything was shut down. Oh, my so God. God. We were like, oh, boy. <gasps> so we asked them for a 45-day extension. We went through that process. 45 days came and went. I mean. Of course. So it was like, wait, what? And, um, and then it was we were just faced with are we doing this or not? And as scary as it was to so buy scary. commercial property and start a business during a pandemic. I mean, uh, everybody does it, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Why not? Um, so we were like, yeah, let's just do it because life can't be any crazier. So so we did it. And um, we wound up closing on the building May 29th.
0: Wow.
1: Have literally been non-stop working to it get looks it ready. amazing. And Did
0: you, I mean, you painted, remodeled and all that, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my total, God. Total gut job. That was fast. That was it so was fast. fast. It was fast. It's still not a
1: hundred percent done. I mean, we still have some, some little things to do like shelving and things like that, but, and I have to finish painting all the trim. And, it looks like it's a million dollars. And it's, you know, it's, workable for now which is great
0: and um so just so that everybody knows what was your vision before the pandemic and before you made an offer and what is it now
1: just well my my overall vision isn't too different as far as i wanted it to be a place where small groups of kids come and that was always the idea. But what it was obviously looking like before, I didn't need to worry about plexiglass or math or mm-hmm. any of that stuff. But also the courses that I wanted to offer were more of a creative drop-in learning situation compared to now. I What I did was I designed four-week sessions of intense core content instruction to kind of fill gaps where parents felt like there was a major void from these kids being home from March through June. Right. So I took the curriculum that they should have learned and I kind of just went through each grade level and made made a condensed list of all the things from September through June and we're touching on all of them. And... and some of them are, are just kind of a quick refresher, so we can kind of just breeze through some of them, but then there's other topics where these kids really missed instruction, and as, as much as all of us as teachers, I mean, I'm also teaching full-time, those of us that, that were in the classroom and then shut down, I mean, the whole online learning was when you say When you say I you're mean,
0: teaching all, uh, full-time, you mean online right now?
1: Right. So I was teaching fifth grade in a school right. before the shutdown, mm-hmm. and and then started teaching online, and that was it was really difficult. I I mean, yes, you know the the level of expectation was hard because everybody was saying it was it was going to be a pass fail situation, so we were just getting very minimal work and. Um, the and we
0: don't even is, know what's so, gonna happen, or you know, yeah, right. For so, the next, yeah.
1: So what I di- what I saw throughout this process, and it really more just from reading through people's comments on Facebook and in yeah. all these mom groups, and seeing just the desperation of how bad everybody was feeling, and trying to work from home and make sure their kids were logging on and doing all the things and yes. and we already as moms have so much on our plates that this this was a whole other level especially if you were a working mom through this.
0: And plus and, it's another level of now cuz you know how children behave better when the moms are not there. Right. So now make make the kids do what they need to do at home which
1: right. is supposed it, to be the, yeah. It, it's a recipe for disaster, really. Totally. And, I mean, I only had a few conversations with people who had somewhat of a decent experience. Everybody else, it was just a train wreck. And <laughs> and so when I opened, I, I got such a great response from people, just, just from the mere fact that I am t- taking all the safety precautions necessary. Totally. It's, but also that they are in a small group and so they get to collaborate with one another. And so they, they
0: are in groups.
1: They are in groups. That's great. It's a small group and so they're they're able to interact with each other and hear each other's ideas and work together and and so they get that experience it's just on a much smaller scale.
0: What yeah. school but honestly schools cannot do
1: right well
0: yeah this is this is impossible for a school to impossible with some even in the
1: classroom i mean when you pull small groups you know your left eye is always looking around totally like, okay what's johnny doing over
0: there mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so what <laughs> grades are you covering
1: i'm currently i'm working with kindergarten through fifth grade okay and my hope is that if i need to bring in other teachers i can bring in other teachers to work on middle school, high school, and I also already have a couple special education teachers on deck for small group special education. So hopefully I'll cover the gamut, but right now to start out the gate, it's just me, so I'm focusing on what my comfort level is, and that's purely elementary.
0: Elementary, yeah. So when you thought about doing some creative content, what did that look like? More like writing or... Yeah, I mean really all of the subjects
1: but just more more like camp style learning. Got so it. more interactive and more fun and kids out of their seats and moving around and just really being able to make it more of a fun experience. Yes. Although I will say the kids who have been in here so far have all been amazed that an hour and a half went by as fast as it did. Well, who was
0: going to know that they were going to crave to actually sit down and have some structure? I mean...
1: Yeah. Oh, they were all ready. Exactly. I mean, all the kids that have walked through this door are are ready to be here. They want to uh. be here. And that's, that's also part of my philosophy, though, is I do require the kids to come in before. Like, you couldn't just sign your kid up. I want to be able to sit down with you and your child and and talk about what I do and how I do
0: it. And And see if there's a connection for sure, like if there's uh, interest in the kid. Right,
1: and then then I pull the kid and we sit one-on-one and we, we talk a little bit and I tell them that during the school year you don't get to pick your teacher and so when you need to do work outside of school, whether it's in the summer or after school, You should really have ownership in who you work with because that's extra time. And if you don't like who you're working with, then you put up a wall. And then I have to work hard to chip that wall away. And so if you choose to come and work with me, the wall isn't there. And we can just get down to having fun and learning and getting down to business. That's
0: fantastic When the kids
1: have ownership in that decision, the results are amazing because they're taking an active role in their learning and so before before they come, before their parents sign them up, I tell them you have to give your parents either three reasons why you want to work with me or three reasons why you don't want to work with me. Um. And it's not and and it's really just to give the parents and themselves a really good idea of who they are as a learner. Yes. some kids work better on with real solid structure. Some kids like a little bit more fun learning environment. Some kids, lo- you, you start to learn who you are, and so right. the sooner those kids can identify that, then the better off they will be in their learning careers moving forward. So, uh, so I think yeah, it's,
0: absolutely. Yeah, let me ask you a little bit more about who Trisha is when she's not teaching? Like, what makes you happy?
1: Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> um, of course, I'm a mother, so my children are, are my my number one priority. and, and How I'm many so do you have? Three.
0: Three.
1: And I'm so proud of who they have become, and I've enjoyed every step of motherhood and... Just when I thought, you know, oh, I don't want them to grow up. It's it's kind of fun now that mm-hmm. we can have the conversations we have and and those sorts of things. So so that's that's number one on my list. But I mean, I love decorating. I love being with my girlfriends. I love being outside on the water and watching my kids sail and
0: oh, for um,
1: sure. So I I enjoy anything art related and creative any creative
0: space do you have any wellness practice like something like you wake up and you meditate or you have some uh do you some yoga or you know any other i think everything i do like that i do at night before
1: i go to bed and i i try and meditate as much as i can before i go to bed oh Um, I find that at night when I'm unwinding, it helps me fall asleep and just in a good space. And I have nice lotions with essential oils that I put on. And a lot of times my daughter really enjoys meditating too. So sometimes we'll meditate together. Um, And how old is she? She's 12.
0: Oh, very nice.
1: And so, and then I, I... I am not proud to say that I haven't been exercising religiously since (laughs) this um, business has started. But before that, I was getting on my Peloton every day and really, really love it. So I'm hoping to get myself back into that routine just to be getting my head back there and in that healthy space. Yes.
0: um, It's somehow the whole um, exercising, eating properly balanced, it does need some focus. You cannot just wing it or at least that's my experience no i can't
1: i, I have can't to i have to
0: be i have to focus and that i'm gonna do it and so anyway so um during any point of your life what was the biggest moment that you said really like that you that you saw something and then you couldn't believe that things were that way that it's like what's the most surprising thing that has ever happened in your life that you were like, really? Like, I don't know if really this is that hard or really this is this this easy or really these people really think of that or am I really like this? Something like that.
1: Wow, that that question is hard because I feel like I'm living it in a daily... Are you <laughs> <Yes>. kidding me? <laughs> One of I'm um, so I could probably go on for an hour about that, but probably <laughs> in my life before the pandemic, yeah. I'll, I'll use that, is probably the are you kidding, really, was when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah. And, you know, life was just kind of humming along, and things were great, and then, boom, it just kind of caught me out of left field. So I would say that was probably
0: like... Yeah, like, really, this is going to happen?
1: Yeah. Really? I have three Absolutely. little Absolutely. Really, I live halfway across the country from my family. Really? Really, is this necessary? And
0: happy to say that you are doing well? Yeah, yeah, I've been...
1: I've been healthy and um, kind of just plugging along,
0: yeah, um what is your guilty pleasure, like the one that you're not proud of?
1: <laughs> <laughs> not proud of well, um I do love me a ridiculous home goods shopping trip,
0: oh yeah, oh, are you doing oh, online right now?
1: i actually, they're open now, so I I I don't I like to touch things and look at things yes. and just be in that space. That's like my that's my guilty pleasure. Now if I want to throw in like really over the top, it's like throw in my best friend and then a bottle of wine after. And Absolutely. Now we're really talking, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a day. Yeah. Oh, totally. No, it's More stupid. so right now where you can't see anyone and you can't you know go in the thing without the mask and I know. More more than once it has happened to me during this pandemic that I ordered something and it's bigger or smaller than I thought <laughs> when it arrives I, to the house. I know. And that, <laughs> the same
1: thing happened to me. I ordered something for my business and I was like, oh no, this is way too small
0: for this. It's like a little box and it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. What is in this little box? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so that happens. Um... I have one final question for you. What is your outlook for the future? And with this, I mean, what do you see happening for you, for your family, or for the world? Just say, um, just tell us what what is it that you want or see happening in your world. And, um, you know, just the things that give you hope and that make you plug a plug along every day
1: I think in the short term for me right now is I I see in the future being able to provide a space for kids that aren't going to necessarily have one and um, I, I I find so much joy in doing what I do that it brings me even more joy to know that I'm taking some weight off some families that even if school is closed in the in well not closed but yeah on virtual Online. in September that I will be able to offer a solution for them. So so that makes me feel pretty good for for the near future. Mm-hmm. And, you know, further down the road, I mean obviously I want everybody to be healthy and happy in my family and successful and um being able to live our best lives. So Absolutely. all of this is hopefully leading towards that down down the road a bit. And um I love being a teacher so I, I do see that always in my future and yes. um would love to expand and be able to employ other teachers, other teachers and accommodate every age group. So I think that would be pretty exciting.
0: Do you think that children that um find your uh services or your place uh very helpful and regular times are children that usually are probably uh just like falling behind or they're probably they have a different rhythm of understanding or learning things or how do you, how would you how would you explain your the perfect child that thrives in the uh, gross point Institute of Learning I think
1: it's really a space for everybody I think the kids who are high achievers I've seen some of them walk through the door and they just want to stay they want to sit down and they want to just start digging in yes and I think for the reluctant students who have maybe given their parents a bit of a headache over these last few months I think I think it's a breath of fresh air for them to be in a small group environment where they can actually learn in a fun way with someone who's energetic and has has all the tools necessary to make their time here fun but educational. And so so far I feel like I've kind of been able to accommodate everybody that that's come in and um do you feel
0: you can- do you feel that it comes down to like uh that children just connect with the fact that there's some personalized attention that it that there is a definite or a selected place and a selected time and 100%. that's why they connect mm-hmm. even if they are achievers or not they are just happy to have that time and that place and you know it's like it, right now, it's, it gets them out of the house and makes them super productive, which probably brings them a great feeling.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, I even feel like that for myself, to yeah. be able to have a space for me to come to, as opposed to sitting in front of my computer at home exactly. with dog barking and this going on. There's a lot of distractions when you're at home. So having a designated space that's,
0: that's, that's clean, safe.
1: yeah, Correct. Yeah, and, and they know the purpose that they're coming here and they're ready and they, they've already taken ownership of the decision to come and Mm -hmm. work with me. So that's out of the way and they're, they're just ready to come in. And I actually, I had a little boy last week. He was so cute and he said, He's like, you know, Mrs. Texter. My mom only signed me up for one day, but I think I'm going to tell her I need to come every day.
0: <laughs> how like, often do you see the children, the the groups? How often are they? In? Um. So they. So I see math groups
1: uh, once a week, reading groups once a week, and writing groups
0: once a week. So if oh, they for three, sure they're going to miss you. Week, oh, what do they yeah. do the rest
1: of the week? So they're they're super engaged and happy to come and um, it's been it's been an absolute joy so far and um, I'm I'm just looking forward to I have another session starting the first week of August so hopefully we'll see some some new faces coming in for that too and
0: totally it's
1: just it's just been so great so far
0: well it's been a pleasure hearing about the latest and how you not only found a way to thrive for yourself, but also help our community and all the children and how much joy is bringing you. It's just fantastic. I'm so happy that um, we could do this and having you and um, thank you very much. Me too. It was awesome. Thank you so much for having me. All right. See you guys next time on The Gab.